Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It has been one week since my last confession. What are your sins, my child? <laughs> well, I've jerked off to pornography of every description. I've been lazy. I have drunk beer that wasn't mined. Whose was it? My parents. <laughs> I've wanted to kill myself. Spent many hours indulging in suicidal ideation. Well, I run a Twitter page that might help your cathartic release. I feel like humor is the best coping mechanism for such heavy topics. Are you serious? Yeah. It's really hot in this confessional. Holy shit. But I've also been losing my... Maybe that's the flames of hell. Because uh, I've been losing my faith. Mm. Same, though. Wait a minute. How old are you? Uh... Are you sure you should be admitting that you're losing your faith? Um, would you... Would you want me to lie? Well, no, but I'd probably just empath empathize if I were you. You know, be all like, I find that when I'm struggling with my faith, I, you know, say X, Y, Z. Like, I ask God for the strength and faith I lack, and then go out and get some exercise and try not to worry about it. If Catholic culture is going in the right direction, it's going in the right direction in terms of moving away from fetishizing guilt. But arguably, the left is taking up that mantle. Perhaps the dominant culture at any one time will always be the Smiths who burn the hot irons of uncertainty around, excuse me, who burn the hot irons of uncertainty around the limp wrists of our unconscious, creating the shackles of shame. Those who shape and magnify our legitimate personal guilt into collective shame. Perhaps that is the right role of the ruling class, to oppress and create the conditions for a revolution of sorts. Society can only correct itself, can only conceptualize change in terms of binary conflict. One must first otherize what is evil onto the dominant strain of culture before it can be crucified and replaced. But it is never really replaced. It is only resurrected in further glory, and it will come again. Perhaps this is me seeing cultural shift purely through the lens of the religion that informed my formative years. Yes, perhaps. Are you on your phone? <laughs> yes. You're not lying. Please don't report me. I'm not going to kill myself. I know. How can you be so certain? I'm probably more suicidal than you. This is the problem with suicide memes. As funny as they are, the culture inevitably ends up fetishizing it. It, inevi in it pff, Inevitably, we end up celebrating the content of the joke that brings us collective joy. Hmm. Reminds me of those Malthusians. You know, the whole... Uh, it's a very broad ideological project, really. Oh, yes. The Doomers and the Boomsters. <laughs> For your penance, I want you to run 10 kilometers. Can you give me an easier one, please? Okay, just say five Hail Marys. Okay. Thank you, Father. This is unacceptable! The biggest name in the podcast game, Ken and Mila. What's up? We should do one where we talk over the intro. <laughs> like say what? Like wrong. Like you were like. Or like when it's a, when there's a gunshot and you go like that is literally impossible. <laughs> when you said please stand by, I thought that was funny. Oh, I didn't. That wasn't recording. I know. That's why we should always be recording. Oh, okay. I mean, that's the way it's going. That it? feels like, yeah, that like, feels like a, like a Black Mirror episode where like you always have yeah. to be recording. It makes sense, though, you know? It, it yeah. It's weirdly relaxing in a way, as much as, like, from one point of view, because then you can just try different weird shit, like yeah. live jamming. That's like a part of the set. And if it goes downhill, you can just go back to, like, your hits. But I feel like people would be, like more annoying because they'd feel like they're always like oh, on camera always on. have you ever looked into the 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 your bathroom uh mirror and thought that like someone is probably recording you the face i was given i have no similarities <laughs> to no the face in the mirror is not me um i no i don't think so did you ever used to think that like you would have a birthday party and then your parents would show you like a highlight reel of your life <laughs> 
<laughs> You've never thought that? No. Oh, I always thought that would be like there'd be like violin music and like all my friends would be there. And then like it's right before you get murdered or something. No, it's just like my 14th birthday. Oh, okay. That's a little bit more wholesome. Yeah. For some reason, I just assumed like the worst possible. I mean, I guess that would be, you know, from a narrative perspective. <laughs> it is so hot in here. Oh, sorry. Our house is like a sauna. Yeah. It's, it's too hot. Ryan's in the next room. He's bringing down my vibe. He's upset about the Lakers. Oh, yeah. The Lakers just He's lost king. tonight at this time of recording. Um, Yeah, how was your week? It's good. We did the grind yesterday. Yeah, we... Ken and I and a, a I was young really annoyed. You and Jordan were up ahead, and I was behind. I thought I was in better shape. We did it last year at the same time, and I was better than you. This time, you killed me. It was brutal. <laughs> it was like five <laughs> minutes behind them both. I need a handicap, like last time, like the ice. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I think this time I like knew what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought it was like a nice ice last time. Yeah, and but so I, the I went for like a run before. Oof. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going to do my real workout first. And then I went and then it was like, no, no. I actually ran all the way there that first time. I was like an hour late, I remember. Oh, good time. Because I'm so fashionably behind. <laughs> yeah, so for our non-Vancouver listeners, the grouse grind is like you go up the mountain, basically, by like that Don't mountain. That mountain. <laughs> um, but yeah, instead of taking the gondola up, you can like walk or run up. Um, I would never run up. I feel like people who do are like insanely fit. Yeah. Um, or it's just a different kind of training. Like I think if you're used to doing incline training, mm-hmm. whereas like when I run, I never run on like that big of an incline. Mm-hmm. It's only three kilometers up, but it's just so steep. Mm-hmm. Jordan was like, "It's five kilometers." I was so annoyed. <laughs> we were like, I was dying like a quarter of the way. And he's like, yeah, I think that's like one of five kilometers. Like, There's <laughs> no way there's five kilometers more of four of this. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway, it was fun. I wonder if like, I really like decided to like, just go and do it. Like how fast I could do it. But I feel like I never would want to try and do it. Yeah. I feel like that was just about as fast as I could do it right now. And it, it's the kind of thing that's easy to think, like, if I was going harder, I could go faster, but, like... Yeah, but a lot of fitness is mental, I think. Like, when you run, like, running is so mental, and everyone thinks it's physical, but it's not. Well, it's, like, hormonal. Like, when I play soccer, there's people judging me, so I get, like, a burst of adrenaline, and all my aches and pains go away. Yeah. But when I'm with by myself, it's I feel every pound on my knees and stuff. Mm, yeah anyway guys if you ever visit vancouver definitely uh try the gross don't grind, the gross grind. Don't. unless you you actually like don't take it seriously it's yeah hard. take it seriously it's not just like a pleasant hike haters will say otherwise but anyway yeah that's basically the update of the week how have you been um just doing school i had an assignment due this week <laughs> it was co- called What is Law? Baby, don't hit. <laughs> I should have called my essay that. <laughs> no. uh, that would have been really that, good. That, when people oh. say that, it actually fills me with rage. Well. So just talking about my white rage when the recording cut off. <laughs> uh, oh politics. I feel like that people do that a lot with um, Like, that's the one thing that, like, white men and, like, Arabs have in common is like the portrayal as like angry people uh-huh. in the media like i remember this headline and it was like the angry arabs and it was like a bunch of like arabs like just in despair over something oh man <laughs> and uh, the arab menace <laughs> what was the context of the despair i can't even remember like some national tragedy. probably some war i don't know um but yeah like they're just portrayed as like these resentful so there was like there was a plot this that happened this that unfolded this week of uh some guy that wanted to kidnap a governor oh right yeah and everyone's talking about white male rage and uh 
but it looks like also like the FBI kind of like egged him on. What? Not to sound like a conspiracy theorist. I'm triggered in every which way. But it seems like an entrapment (laughs) scenario. Oh, Um, fuck. He's like, I don't really like her either, so just uh, (laughs) go for it. That's what happened with like there was a shooting where like they were they were egged on by like the intelligence agency. Really? Yeah, but I think this was in England. Really? Yeah. Wait, what it's was in Max Blumenthal's book, but I can't remember was it what. A white person shooting or an no Islamic shooting? I think it was an Afghani guy. I okay. Would say. Um, but I can't remember the details. But there was like so there's there's been these cases of like entrapment where they're like oh maybe you should uh build a bomb that's really losing sight of your job (laughs) well yeah and then they catch them and then they say oh well you know the fact that they were willing to do it means that we caught a terrorist and whatever Mm -hmm. so this is a case of like um what people are saying like okay there's a there's there's been this big debate someone posted a pic posted a picture of his house on twitter uh-huh. And they were like, see, like, he's poor, so, like, that's why, like, this is an issue of poverty. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people are like, he doesn't look that poor, like, the house doesn't look that bad. To be fair, uh, yeah. The the governor kidnappers look pretty poor. Well, the, the, the counter was that. Isla- uh, like a lot of Islamic terrorists are actually really rich, like Bin Laden. Hmm. So there's like terrorists that are actually very wealthy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's that like the people who finance it can like egg on people who are less wealthy than them to like mm-hmm. do the dirty work of the terrorism. Yeah. Mind you, I guess Bin Laden was doing the work, so to speak. <laughs> Uh, I wonder, like, if I was, like, who I am now, if I would have joined a crusade in, like, the 1500s. Oh massive God. apology. But, like, if I had nothing in my life to do and I had no money and I was like, fuck it. I know. Well, this is why I think the measure, like, like a healthy society would make sure that people have their basic needs met so that there isn't violence. Like, I feel like that would reduce violence. But what if... Uh, in I agree, 100, but, like... 25 year old man with no status and no prospects it's like even if you have your basic needs met you might just want to go die in a war Shout oh. out to Judge. <laughs> um yeah because i think you know what i'm, what I'm asking my you can't you can't economically <laughs> well you can't economically replace purpose i think is what you're saying and yeah, i think we'll that's say. true um but i think there is an economic component to it because i think like what prevents a lot of people from pursuing things that do fulfill them are economic barriers like music and art especially like Mm. there are people who might find like a very deep fulfillment from that but are like i can't do it because i need to like make ends meet Mm -hmm. so i think there is still a component to that and i think also hmm I mean, it's probably not the whole picture, but I think, you know, it would substantially improve things for mm-hmm. sure to like, you know, so the Vancouver Council today, actually, not today, yesterday, they made a decision to uh, create housing for the people in the tents in Oppenheimer Park. Interesting. Because uh, they, I think part of it's for like self-interested reasons because they don't want the park to have people intense on them and uh part of it's also like you know it sucks to like not have a home during the corona what if you just built like multi-levels of openheimer so you could stack all the problem (laughs) in one high-rise just built well they they expropriated some buildings from these slum lords which ones for a dollar the sahota family i knew it (laughs) we have a friend who's like in business with them really yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So, that. I don't know. Maybe we're getting into re- some real politics here. Um, it's our local promoter friend. Well, it's pretty crazy. Like they, um, so they like just they have these buildings and they don't upkeep them at all. Mm-hmm. Like they own the buildings and like there's like asbestos and all mm-hmm. that and they just uh, like they didn't do anything about it. But the people who live there are so poor that they can't afford to like go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. 
and they can't be like hey can you like get rid of the asbestos because the landlords are like well you have nowhere else to go so yeah. like i've don't... heard it phrased as they're like collecting welfare almost directly yeah they don't have the power to say no um but but yeah and so the government they assess the property value because when you expropriate a building you have to pay back what the market price is about this yeah i think it should be four times market price <laughs> um i mean the Sahotas don't have power to say no but not not hugely important to buy well the property value is actually negative two hundred thousand. so what the fuck so then it would be like the Sahotas would have to pay but them you, but they didn't get them to pay them but that was but, what the property was assessed but for but even well who does the assessment i hate to be on the slow side, in, like, you never sell in that case so then there's the not taking into consideration time well it was an independent research firm <sighs> Like it was actually a private research firm. Uh, weren't any commies doing it? Yeah, but you see what I'm you see what I'm getting at. Well, I mean, I think you know when it's unsanitary, you have to do something. Land in Vancouver, downtown yes. Vancouver. But this land is actually because the cost of like making it sanitary is so much money. Like it would cost millions to make it like. A bit like a uh, habitable. So they just took it for nothing. What do they do? So they paid the sodas one dollar. <laughs> wow, I I'm actually kind of tricked about this. Well, no that's one's gonna the stand land. up for the bad guys, right? Well, I mean, I I think you know that's just experiencing the consequences for your actions. Like that's personal responsibility right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you are managing a building and you can't like do basic upkeep then you shouldn't be managing a building it's your building not really we're like like the none of these rights are absolute yeah i guess so and so i i would defend that like you can't my life well like there's no like there's no country in the world where you can live in a like where you can uh maintain unsanitary conditions Mm. on the property like there's nowhere like even in like the most like whatever liberty land kind of place i don't know i thought you were trying to find what's the pc way of saying undeveloped i guess is the word i'm looking for yeah undeveloped no and and if if it's not i'm talking about the developed world yeah um but i mean there is definitely is laos still a country yeah is it pretty sure um but yeah no i mean Anyway, it was just very interesting. I'm, I'm actually, I think it was a good move to try and house people because I think in the long run it actually is less, like, from a, I think from a moral standpoint it's good too. But even from like a purely utilitarian standpoint, I think you know it is better to house people, especially during a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, it's also better for the parks because then you don't have like needles all around the parks. Yeah. Um. It's a it's local charm. <laughs> no, imagine, but like, imagine being responsible for finding and giving each of those people like a thousand dollars a month. <laughs> like, because they probably don't oh, have for the accounts. UBI. Yeah, imagine how much violence would occur on the first of every month. Oh man! Honestly, it'd be a huge issue. Where they just try to take their UBI, or they'd be like gangs, like taking. You know what I mean? They'd organize to like, yeah, to take the UBI. Damn, we should ask Carl about that. I know. <laughs> or Andrew Yang. I'll tweet. I'll tweet at them both. Be like, "Yo, what do we do about the extortionists?" Well, it's honestly a serious question, but it feels like a goofy question. Mm. It's like that's not a please. So I don't know. It does. I'd almost not want to ask people I respect the wrong question because they would so clearly poke holes in their, you know, their image to me. Mm, what do you mean? Like if I got blown off by someone i really respected about a question that was unconventional but very very valid Mm -hmm. it's almost like it takes a form of bravery yeah that's true well we'll see how this turns out i think i mean vancouver has to do something because it's like i think we're like one of the worst places in north america for like addiction and homelessness so it's uh it's a real problem. Would not want to be homeless during the pandemic, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Anyway, uh, so.
good job to the Vancouver Council. You don't hear me saying that about our government very often, so. I thought Gregor Robinson was in a wheelchair for so long. That's not, he's not even the mayor anymore. Oh. <laughs> That's like. Who's the mayor now? Kennedy Stewart. Is he in a wheelchair? No. <laughs> oh. I just remember Are thinking, you thinking about, like, the Alberta guy? Maybe. I bet okay. For, like, my whole teenhood, I thought Gregor Robinson was the mayor, and he was in, like, a total stud, but it was in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's like kind of super progressive in a way. That is very prog. Um, yeah. Well. Anyway, so yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> like the contrast in news between here and the U.S. It's like we're building housing, and they're like, "This guy's trying to kidnap a governor." We never have stuff like that here. <laughs> no one's trying to kidnap a governor. I'm curious who 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 should we kidnap? No, like, I don't endorse that. <laughs> You're in that. law school now? Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we do not do that. Um, Check out my alt-right white knight podcast. <laughs> alt-right Wait. white knight Christian alpha male podcast. It's a late night podcast on oh adult swim. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I don't know. I just, I thought it was an interesting discussion. And, like, I brought this up on Twitter because I think it's, like, like, there's a lot of people being like, okay, well, these people are, like, being pushed to be, like, far right or, like, terroristic or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, that's, like, I am i don't deny that people can be pushed towards that. But, like, that energy is never there for, like, people in, like, Iran or the Middle East. Like, it's, like, w- like when they chant things like death to America and people are like why do they hate us and i'm like because you're literally starving out their country and bombing them like where's that energy for that Mm -hmm. so it's like i think you know yeah like you can definitely argue that people's rhetoric can push people in the wrong direction but like i mean it goes in very (laughs) in a lot of ways so i'm not trying not to breathe too loudly because the breathing was so annoying the last episode (sighs) Ken's just doing breathing breathing ASMR on the pod. So if you if you were a full time podcaster, do you think that would be healthy? I don't know, because like it's like you do it once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, would it really be? But I mean, if your whole being was um, oriented around like saying the best possible things you could say in like a accessible tone <laughs> like like four times a week or something like hypothetically though oh like if you did it that frequently yeah yeah i mean i don't know like how would it affect your yourself like i wonder if i was on the news every night i would have like i would just totally become a cuck you know what I mean? Like the <laughs> pressure of the spotlight, and you like. Oh, I definitely. Really I think like say. all people on mainstream news channels are kind of like cucked. Yeah. Because like they know what makes them money, and they have an audience, yeah. and so they're just gonna say the line. You know that like Simpsons thing was like, say the line. Say the line. Say the. Is it say the thing, Bert? Oh, maybe I don't know, but it's it's. And then he's like all bummed out, says it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what it's like being like one of those news persons. Like, even if you're like on the news media that complains about the liberal media, like, you're still, mm-hmm. you still have that line. Like, are we the third layer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, because like I, I, I've watched quite a bit of Fox News and like they all still have like the line, but their line is being like the CNN people all say the line, and it's like <laughs> layers, of, it's lines it's, all the way. Yeah, it's, always was. <laughs> and it's like you know, you just have this thing that you stick to that's just gonna stably bring you like the bucks, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's mm. kind of sad. Well, yeah, I mean. Who can reinvent themselves their whole life? I know. Is that like natural for human minds? It's just like a sad thing about life. Yeah. Because like I feel like when you're 60, you should just be like racist. Stuck in your way. No, no, that's a joke. But like you should be like you had your cultural zeitgeist from like 14 to 30 and then you defended it for 10 years and then you got tired and focused on paying off your mortgage and now you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now you're just like whatever. I just want to be around my grandkids and 
pass on my prejudices. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think mine do. That's good. I mean, they're conservative, but they're not like. <laughs> I don't think they know how to argue with me. Like they haven't accepted that I'm an atheist. I re- really. So, so they're just kind of like, yeah, like you know, like when when you pray, and I'm like, yeah, when I pray. Yeah, that like <laughs> passive aggressive thing old people do. That's so sweet. Yeah. Like, take this rosary. I was like, I already have one. Like, no, no, please, please take it for me. It's like, okay. It's a lot implied here. It's like I'm actually very Catholic, Grandpa. Yeah. Catholic, the Stephen version. Oh. When you're a Catholic. <laughs> I wine every day. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, one side of my family is more, way more like they care more about religion than the other. So like, mm-hmm. but even both, like I, the grandparents on both sides are just like, like one of them. So my grandmother, my dad's side, who's Muslim, like she's like more accepted that I'm an atheist, I think. But she's just like, she's like, one day you're gonna. You're gonna need something, and you're gonna go. Oh my god! <laughs> and uh, whereas my other grandparents are just kind of like, yeah. So do you go to church, Mila? Do you go to church? <laughs> like, Someone on my soccer team asked me that recently. That was funny. And I was like, no. He was like, oh, you just grew out of it. I was like, I'd never phrase it that way. Oh yeah, I remember when he used to go to the chapel like at four in the morning and guard it. That, <laughs> I guess so And I remember my mom was like What if someone comes in and like tries to fight you And you're like no Jesus is there It's fine <laughs> <laughs> the, the most pious answer I know that is a really pious answer That's like a one of those like wholesome trad cat answers And then like three years later I'm like I'll fuck him up And <laughs> now I don't go Aww. Aww People should carry like guns In places of worship because the synagogues they have like armed guards now because like people kept shooting them up yeah so they just like a lot of them have armed guards yeah why not i'm for it pick up your but i can't imagine like there's like a basket people like holy trinity with like holding guns like father terry with like a rifle (laughs) you mentioned father terry earlier yeah and then i wanted to play this game of which pet which priest is (laughs) which isn't I think most of the R's have been pretty good, but there was this one guy, this one priest that wasn't there for very long that my mom, someone like warned my mom about him and my mom warned my sisters. I didn't know any of this was going on. Oh, no. Um, I thought he gave really good sermons. Like, I really liked him. So I was like, oh, fuck. I feel like, like, do you think if you let them get married, then they wouldn't be pedos? Or do you think the pedo... When like- I was 18, that answer bothered me so much. But now I'm thinking maybe... Yeah. Maybe it's just a. I was thinking about that today, actually. Maybe with that epidemic, it's it's just like those are the people that are around. Yeah. Influence over. That's true. Cause like when you're a kid, you believe that the priest is so like authoritative. Yeah. Makes me think of the song OP8. Yes, Maynard Death caught lung. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the next story is this. So we just found out that Maynard from Tool got his lungs wrecked from COVID, which is really sad. I wasn't sad. Am I edgy? Yeah. Can I tell you why I wasn't sad, though? You have no respect. (laughs) (laughs) He just just had a good life. (laughs) (laughs) But he, like, his voice was kind of gone by the end of, even 10,000 Days was recorded in bursts where it's like, I thought his voice was lovely It was amazing. But if you listen to how it's recorded, like every, this is, probably someone will tell me this is how they do everyone, but it was very obvious on that album that like, he could only, it's, it sounds amazing. That's like my favorite, one of my favorite albums and his voice sounds so good, but I think you could start to see it go. And then when you watch, listen to the live versions of those songs, it's kind of like, uh, I saw his show in like 2011. That was a long time ago. He had a really great voice. I was so jealous. You were so stoked on that show. I know. It was so good. It was like after... After, t- but that was far after the lateralist. Yeah, that was after every yeah, because ten thousand days was the last one in two thousand six, and then Fear Inoculum. He also he didn't even sing on Fear Inoculum. He, he well, sang he did on like a twenty percent of it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I've been trying to make this album for sixteen years, guys. <laughs> I just don't give a fuck anymore. Um, it's funny to imagine Danny and Justin like 
squeaking nonsense just to throw it away the next day. Like if we put the the kick slightly skewed from the base <laughs> on like the four E, and then the next day they're like, I forget what we were doing. It's so funny because you know when you they're jam old. with someone and it's so powerful, and then you get in the next day and you forget what you were doing. Oh no! It's funny to think of Danny Carey and Justin Chancellor doing that. Like dementia musicians. <laughs> no, I wasn't even going that angle. Like all people of all ages have that, but but yeah. Yeah, well, I, that's like something that's worrisome about COVID. What? Like ruining your lungs permanently. I've been complaining to you and Jordan about this in the group chat for like a year now. Because <laughs> like athletes and a whole generation. Well, we're of, more concerned about Maynard. No, I'm just kidding. Well, a whole a whole generation <laughs> of athletes and musicians will be like suboptimal probably. I know. That's not fun. I don't like it. I wonder if I have. Although they might like... I well, I would need a sil- silica. Is it cilia or silica? You know the shit in your lungs that cleans them. No. Oh well, that's like what smoking one of the I'm main just things. It. Yeah, yeah. Do you pause it? Okay. Well, wow, <laughs> it's like you don't even listen to what I'm saying. Is this CNN where we just all wait in our frames for like our our angle of smirk? But um. I can't believe you guys had to listen to that debate. Oh yeah. Let me tell you guys, podcasting. I tried to do Zoom politics. It's fucking hard. Debates are hard. Those two demented old men did better than ninety percent of the population would have. Ninety nine, I'd say. Oh, that was the worst debate I've ever seen. Well, you clearly don't watch enough debates. <laughs> no, dude, I'm in law school. <laughs> Celia, I bet you. I bet you. Okay. Right. Um, I was talking about cilia transplants because, like, <clears throat> you hear, we hear everyone listen. <clears throat> I'm trying to cough up the shit that my lungs can't clean because the tar from the cigarettes has destroyed the cleaning bristles in your lungs. So, in 10 years, I'm hoping they'll have cilia. How scientifically accurate is this? <laughs> I wish Ryan was here, but he'd probably, I think this is accurate. Okay, well. Um, apparently like, okay. Cause I thought, I thought of you about these debates because Trump and Biden, like they wanted to do the Like Biden's team wanted to do the next one on zoom. Cause Trump got the Corona. You could mute him so easily. It'd be so funny. <laughs> well, he refused to do it on zoom. Yeah. And like, I, like I would never debate on zoom. I, yeah. Like I would chat on it, but debating is well. That's why those episodes were such torture for me. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> First world problem memes when your podcast is on Zoom and you're having a hard time treading off the postmodern neo-Marxist. <laughs> um, I have something super important to say. So I watched the VP debate and commented on it. Kamala was. She was so bad. Was she? She cut off Mike Pence, though. She said, excuse me, I'm talking. That's the important part. I'm going to kill myself. And there was a fly on his head, so she clearly won. Was she bad? I I thought she was really bad at debating. Um, And it's probably because, like, she's a prosecutor and they're just, like, used to getting their way. Ooh, multiple Um, layers of (laughs) No, I I, I don't want to talk crap about prosecutors because in law school we encounter many. Um, but they do have a lot of power. Like they work with the police, but they even like, they have even more power than the police about like, they decide whether to convict or not or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, I mean, I just thought that like, she's really good at doing these like platitudes that like move like 40 year old women with like fridge magnets about needing a glass of wine or something. But, like, like that's about it. You know, like, I feel like nothing she says can really move. Is she part of the squad? No. She's not young and cool enough. I think she's also, like, too right-wing to be okay. part of the squad. Um, But she, like, her dad has, like, denounced her. This be- is not fun. Yeah. What happened? So her dad is a Marxist scholar. Fuck. But that's not why he denounced her. He, um, apparently he wasn't, like, allowed to see her a lot. Um. Why? Oh, because her mom was like, no. Yeah. Stay away from my daughter. There was some issues. I don't know, like, the details, but, um, she went on, like, some, so her dad's from Jamaica, 
and she went on some like talk show and the guys were like have you ever smoked weed and she like laughed and she's like well I'm half Jamaican so obviously and her dad was like this is disgraceful I can't believe you would like say mm. that about your heritage and like it's literally like a religion where a big part of it is smoking weed is it a big part or is that what the media says I don't think well there's no other religion where smoking weed is as integral a part as Rastafarianism it's a big claim to make I don't think it is I think this one like most people probably like are all kind of aware that that's kind of true I mean like I I don't know so I'm not gonna make the claim I feel it feels more like a stereotype but anyway your wi-fi he made this claim um or he was offended by that and then i think also what was bad about what she did on that interview is she has like put people in jail for smoking weed mm-hmm. and then she's like laughing oh, and yeah, being yeah. like oh i've smoked weed like a politician yeah um and so I mean, yeah, anyway, I think she just performed really badly. I I thought Pence, like, actually really, and, like, just to be clear, this is a statement of fact, not value. I don't like Mike Pence. I'm not even sure he's a real human. Wait, that's a statement of fact? No, not that part. I'm just, oh, I, I'm saying, like, my evaluation. Sorry, it's not a statement of fact. It's more just, like, a making a descriptive claim, not, like, I'm not saying that... Uh, I because of this, I think Pence is like a better person or a better politician or a better. Uh, I don't think his ideas are better than hers, but I do think that like he performed a lot better just because like I think he knew how to appeal to people and she just knew how to repeat the same platitudes that appealed to again a very narrow base. Mm-hmm. And also, like, her platitudes contradict her record a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, oh, yeah, like, we have, like, racism in the government. But it's like, you're the one who literally put away, like, black mothers for when their kids skip school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're putting people, like, so <laughs> it's kind of like, are you really the best person to deliver this message? But she just also wasn't good at delivering it effectively. Um Again, like, I don't think that that makes her, like, worse than Mike Pence. I just think that, you know, she didn't perform as well. Mm-hmm. I like how Mike Pence is shorter than Trump. <laughs> Classic, like, big little team. <laughs> I have. I don't think that Trump likes him. I think that Trump, like, has him as a concession to the evangelical. Interesting. Because I think, like, Trump is not actually religious at all, and he's, like, faking it for his base. Yeah. Um, but like barely and like Pence is like like that sort of buffer that uh-huh. can grab the evangelical crowd um, grab them by the <laughs> grab them by <laughs> um, so I think he just serves that function but he's very different than Trump like he's very self-restrained and like he seems very repressed repressed whereas like trump doesn't seem repressed at all like trump seems like you know like he's he's, like he's loose i wonder what the Jungian analysis of this would be like the the eyed and the the repressed and like the unhinged yeah maybe this is more uh what are those two dios dionysian yeah what's the other one i don't know I'm not but apparently, apparently Pence like he can't be like in an elevator with a woman that's not his wife. Like it's like he's oh, like man. Sharia law. I but... mean, I empathize. <laughs> I'm trying to avoid elevators, but I'm saying like the contrast with yeah, him yeah, and Trump yeah, yeah. is like really funny to me. And I think you know, like a lot of people, like I think Pence is actually sincere in his beliefs. Whereas I think Trump, like, just does not care. Like, he couldn't care less about, like, you know, like, he just, he knows what makes people happy and he likes people to praise him. Mm-hmm. And that's why these libs are so misguided about it. Because they're like, he's a fascist. And I'm like, dude, he couldn't care less. Like, he's like, he will say, like, BLM if he knows that he'll get enough praise for it. But that's not where he's getting praise from right now. So that's why he's not saying it. 
that's yeah. that's like a businessman mind of a businessman today i had to like do a negotiation workshop and i was like this is how trump must be of the deal <laughs> ah! oh one time my mexican exchange student who stayed at my house took me to go see a talk by one of the dudes who was like associated with trump the asian guy what um and then the which guy asian was, guy i don't know his name he wrote a book like the art of the steel like i don't know it was some like trump adjacent um and then the guy wasn't even there and it was some dude up front trying to like get us to buy his program oh god he bust out to like some hotel in like Berquitlam. That sounds like the most depressing day ever. <laughs> I mean, I tried to listen and follow along, but it was like 40 minutes of like, you just need to work hard and pinch your pennies. And then like 40 minutes of like him trying to show us how to fill out like manually the paperwork to do certain like stock options. And then I got totally lost. I was like, oh, fuck. Damn. And then he wanted us to invest in real estate. But like who, who I don't know. I don't think anyone there had the money. Yeah, that's I think what people miss about the invest in real estate thing uh-huh. you kind of have to have money uh-huh. but you know it's fine but yeah i mean i i was just really i don't know i like these debates they were more coherent than the trump and biden one but they were just like in a way more depressing i don't know i feel like these people they just like it's such an ego game like i feel like they just know who it um reminds me of like this amour prop concept from rousseau where like you like like the like when you bake something for people like you don't bake it so that like people enjoy the cake you do it because people will enjoy it and praise you for enjoying it you know mm-hmm so it's like they give you something to like indulge in and they know which people will indulge in their words and then they say that uh-huh. and then the people the act of others indulging in their words feeds these people's egos what if we had culture warriors up there on the stage i mean these guys politicians are culture warriors but, but like more like or do you mean like sincere saying? ones yeah. okay yeah, like I think Pence is sincere. I don't. I, I think Kamala is like she's just will do whatever. She's a prosecutor, but <laughs> they just want to win. Like that's their thing. Are the squad culture warriors? Yes, I would definitely say so. What's the? But I don't think they're right? all equivalent. Like there are some members of it that I like more than others, uh-huh. or that I think are more genuine. Like I think Rashida is really genuine, and I think for that reason she gets the least amount of like stanning okay i don't even know who that is yeah so she, exactly <laughs> i only know the, uh, like ilhan and and aoc uh-huh, yeah, yeah like, and then ayana presley is she the one in the she's bald oh she's alpaca Al- alpecia she wears a hijab no sorry not rashida ilhan wears a hijab okay rashida doesn't cover but she's palestinian okay but like Rashida, she's very like, she seems very like, like she speaks her mind. She's very like genuine. You know, it'd be funny if Andrew Yang just gets a full-time job on CNN now. I think he is. Oh, fuck know? my favorite culture. Selling out. Is. Now it's just like, you know, that wasn't a very good debate. You're right, Andrew. Thanks. Over to you, Don. <laughs> I, like I think he'll just go smirk. wherever he is offered. But you know what? Like I was thinking about this, like when... You look at like media stations that are unethical because I know people who like I love who are like lefties and they've went on like Fox News. No, but that's not the issue. I don't see. see you know what I mean? Okay. Like you're it, like, I think you know nowadays. My boys. More. You just have to go on like whoever will have you, <laughs> because it's so <sighs> hard to like if you're not if you don't toe the line then like, it's really hard to just make a YouTube video. He has like Yang speaks. Right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I want to idealize him so I don't watch them. <laughs> I just like sometimes like look at his policy page on his website and like, yes. Because the longer his policies won't even affect you. <laughs> they're incredible though. 
The um the longer he does it, the more politician he gets though. So I just I just want to remember that first hit of Yang. Yeah. I remember it like it was yesterday. He I was still seems like sincere. I was half asleep watching YouTube on my couch, and then it started auto playing. I was like, oh, this is this Andrew Ye- crazy Andrew Yang guy on Joe Rogan that my you're like that communist. Me, honestly, I was like, that's never gonna work. And this is like <laughs> two years ago. I was like, oh, what a good idea. <laughs> I think. I think part of what appealed to me about him is that he didn't, like, there was no revenge in his plan yeah. against, like, the white men. So I was like, oh, we'll just give everyone some money and, uh, where you go. Oh, my God. I mean. Would you ever, I think I've asked you this before, but in these moments, I always want to say, would you ever stop paying attention, like, take a 10-year hiatus from politics and, like, focus on, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know what I'd focus on. Like, working out. Like, music? Yeah, music. I mean, yeah, probably. I've, like, taken breaks from it before. Um, It's just, like, in your, so in your face now. Like, I know, that's why I'm trying to stop. Yeah. I just leave, like, an angry comment on Imager every couple of days. Like, you fucking retards. I don't know. I'm... <laughs> My phone does this gaslighty thing where I look at the news and then immediately it refreshes and a bunch of other news articles come up and I want to find what I was looking for before. <laughs> yeah, that happens to me too. What the fuck is that? I don't like that at all. I don't know. Okay, I have to say one more thing about the debate. Okay. So the moderator's name was Susan. And you know how I was telling you about how like what I hate like or like what drives me nuts is when people like do that thing where they talk to you and they say your name all the time. <laughs> Like, and you know what, Mila? Were you telling me that on the podcast or off? I think on. Okay. But I don't know. I've probably talked about it many times. It's like people who do up speak and then people who do that too. Okay, yeah. It's like, and yes, hello, Mila. And like, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so Pence was trying to do that with the moderator, Susan. And he'd be like. He's pretty good looking. I could see him. uh, But he, ew, he he doesn't look like a human. Maybe I'm into, he looks like a human to me. He looks what do you like mean he doesn't look like a human. So there's like a 4chan or Reddit conspiracy theory that he's like from the future where like everyone looks like that. Like where everyone looks like that and like he's from like a different time period. Sure, I'd enjoy that. Um but yeah, he so he kept being like like when oh. he when he was making his points, he yeah. wouldn't be making them to Kamala. He'd be like saying it to susan like, like, let's just ignore this unpleasant woman <laughs> no, nasty he didn't woman. even say that like he would just be like yeah. and you know what susan we did this and susan let me just say and susan I watch this. and like i was like it was just fun i don't know why it's just the fact that her name was susan it just made it sound funnier to me like it just reminded me of like this like 1950s husband coming home and being like susan make me dinner <laughs> like <laughs> I was watching CNN was on in my house because my mother likes to watch CNN. I'm a hipster who has to make that disclaimer. But th- there was this woman talking about how good it would be that there was a woman moderator. And she was like, women are nurturers. Men care about the finances of the Pentagon and the technical details. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so funny right now. I was curious what you think of that. I was well, like, because is, this, it's... is this woke or is this conservative? I don't even know. Yeah, I know. Is. It's intersectional imperialism. No, I don't know because... It's funny it's intersectional because, something because people celebrate when like women are like in charge of the Pentagon and like uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, they're like oh you know the the leader of this operation was a woman and She's I'm like, like she has three children so she knows I'm like wow yeah she knows how to murder people abroad um, yeah I I honestly think in both debates the moderators did terribly. I think just generally people don't have respect for the moderators. I wonder what the best debate you got to show me the best debate you've ever seen. Um, like, I don't yes, know. It okay. Like, it just seems like a hard job. So the best debates I've seen are when like there's only one podium and you go up and you mm. make your point and then like the other person's at the table writing down stuff. Damn, that takes so much mental discipline. You can't I know. just have a snapshot. Like, yeah. You have to like keep every point in your mind. Yeah, That's but, why Zoom is so hard. Yeah. Because you can't go point by point like are you serious? You can't really, you have to like, well, thank you for your thoughts. And then like slowly unfold. Oh, but I, I, I think it would be better if you would inf- like enforce it in a way where like you muted until it's your time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so like I think I don't know. I fi- I found those to be the most fruitful debates. Uh, I watched a debate today that I thought was really good. It was uh, between Carl Zah and Lyman Stone. Um, you probably would not find it very interesting. It was what were they on, talking like, about? Geopolitics. I'm, hey, I'm a I'm a modern man. Um, I can watch it. It was about like China theory. and like Bhutan and India and stuff like that. Um, you were doing the Yang Claw a second ago. That was really funny. The what? Oh, <laughs> that's a, I you feel like that's like Miles too. It, Miles would no, be the his chop. is more like the yeah. chop. Yeah, yeah. You have to use the washer. Real chef hours. Do you have anything? Can you monologue now? Okay. What's up, guys? I'm monologuing. I'm actually gonna pause it. This is just like a really abrupt because I just paused it and you're just going off. The changes. Ryan's probably gonna get really angry. Yeah. There's like a really abusive short man next. He gets angry with a lot of things. I hope we didn't hear that because I love him. But the Lakers. But also, like, if you make pasta wrong, <laughs> like, anyway, yeah. So that was my my weekly dose of depression. If you guys are interested, uh, I did some commentary on the debate on YouTube.com. You did. Yeah, it's on the Red Lettuce YouTube channel. Oh, I thought you f- you started your YouTube channel. No, I actually tried to once, and then I was like, you know what? No. It's fucking hard, eh? Well, I did it, and then I was like, I put up a video, and then I took it down really fast. It was about like when Bernie or when Joe endorsed Bernie, and like all these libs are like, "How dare Bernie Except. talk to Joe Rogan?" And I'm like, okay, so I made a video about it, but then I was like, actually, I'm not gonna get into this can't do it no i dig and uh i already get into too many fights yeah online there's this week there was like this academic that was annoying me and then i was like i want to say something and then i thought oh no i can't and then i remembered i'm not like in poli sci academia anymore and i was like wow i can just like Say what's on my mind about this man. Did you say it? Yeah, felt really good. Wow, nice. Yeah, the freedom of not being in academia. Freedom. Um, but yeah, no, I know, cause I'm like, okay, I can't. I can't have that many social media channels. Mm-hmm. YouTube is already enough. <laughs> YouTube is already enough. Sorry, Twitter is already enough. Oh yeah. There was like a Biden tweet with like a GIF, and he's like, "Get off Twitter." <laughs> I support that message. Shoe on head quote tweeted it saying, "I will never log off." So shoe on head is the girl that looks like boxing. Yeah. Dude, the funny thing is, shoe on head is an old 4chan meme because because women would post like, "What should I do?" Like sexually suggestively, they'd start a thread, and it'd be like, "Shoe on head" was like the joke reply. So, the, the the pieces, <laughs> I'm just having a hard time not accepting that she's not boxy. <laughs> I should invite her on. Oh, you don't like Zoom. Uh, maybe for boxy. Yeah. <laughs> she's boxy. <laughs> we should investigate. <laughs> I, make like a I really like her. She, her her Twitter is really funny. Um, I would. We're mutuals, so maybe I'll. So, I'm genuinely impressed with how connected you are. No, well, that's all. We're just I, mutuals. It's not that's, like... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it means you follow them, they follow you. I I started uh, being friends with a an actor today. A legit oh, yeah. One. Ken's doing some acting stuff. Today. I'm trying to get an actor for my porn addict skit. <laughs> um, it's so hard to get people on board when you're, when you're nobody. Oh my but god! But this guy said one of my videos was genius, and I've never had anyone say that. So which video? The threesome. I don't know. If oh yeah, that. yeah, that was ridiculous. Did you? How far did you? Laugh? It made me laugh though. That's good. It was that was the one with like the you put like the voice thing into like the yeah yeah yeah. 
That's really funny. How, how long did you last? That's the real question. Did you listen to the whole thing? No. How did you get halfway? I like had class. Like I was listening to it in between classes, and I just I never picked up on it. Videos for these. I know you got to make them a bit shorter. I think spaces. I don't have like a good attention You're too span. Busy though. I know I am. I need to like offload. I it's keep getting like, hotter. I again. keep like volunteering for stuff, and then I'm like, why? Would it be fucking weird if I took my shirt off? No, go ahead. It's gonna be so weird. Okay. Hey guys, it's your boy. Mila's just going to the washroom, so I'm going to monologue. Just took my shirt off. Let me paint the picture for you. Ryan is asleep behind me. I He strikes me as the kind of guy that was asleep with the light on, but he, I hope he can hear me because I love that idea that I can communicate with him. Um, But it's like 28 degrees in this house, so it's crazy. I just wanted to have take this time to like cultivate a one-on-one relationship with you guys. Um, so when this, you know, my plan is like eventually to be in a prime spot to monetize the parasocial relationship we're developing, uh, which is a term that uh, Jajaj uses to describe people's, in a nutshell, is probably incorrect, but correct enough for me to, you know what I mean? <laughs> like unhealthy attachment to to um to internet figures kind of thing so what i'm trying to do is cultivate a relationship with you so when this 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 podcast thing falls apart i can uh monetize that relationship Hope you guys enjoyed Ken's breathing and whatever else he did. Right, you look you like you're just getting comfortable. Ken's drinking like a, a cranberry. This is a pretty neck pretty thing. Eh? This is just ocean. water. This is oh. thick white boy core. No, it's that like reminds it. me of that video of that like native guy on the skateboard, like drinking that with the Fleetwood Mac playing in the background. He just like he just like got canceled because they found a video of him like singing to the N word or something. I don't know what you're talking about. And other people are like, he's a homeless native man. This is when it gets loose. This is when it gets, when it gets juicy. There's a viral video (laughs) of a guy drinking ocean spray. Okay, but this is just water. Okay, but like in that bottle, like that kind of bottle. And he's on a skateboard. And like the and he song, says the N-word? no, not in that video. And oh. the song "Dreams" by Fleetwood Mac is playing. Uh huh. Which which one is that? Can you see the, the one melody? that's like thunder happens when it's What's the chorus? That's okay. that's the chorus. What's the verse? Um. Okay. It's like. So he's playing. There's this. Wait, song. are we recording? Yeah. Oh, we're your tone recording. of voice. I thought you were like, "Look, it's really late. You need to leave my house." <laughs> um, it's it's this song. We'll play it for the listeners. What, what time is it? Did you delete your singing? I'm very confused right now. No. Okay, not. good. And he's he's sailing away on his longboard. Yeah. And he is his hair streaming behind him. No, he's bald. He oh. has like a tattoo on his head. Of hair? No, it's like <laughs> a feather, I think. Okay. Anyway, he looks like he's vibing. Like okay, he looks like he's having he's a just been good time. Um, no, that was before. Like, so that video got him very popular, and people were like, "Wow, that's really cool." Um, he looks like he's having a good time. Oh, and then he got canceled. And then someone found some old Instagram video of him like rapping to a song, and like he says the N word in it. Yeah. And then people are like, okay, he's like this like middle aged homeless native man. Like, who cares? Cut him a break, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh. It's his only release in the world. Honestly, I don't think he thought much of it. He was probably just. It's just the words in the song. Singing. He was raised by hip hop. Um, anyway, so I thought that your ocean spray was a homage to that. No, it's just, I've been using this for like a month and a half. Wonder when the plastic really starts to leach. <laughs> I bet you Ryan would know. You want to ask him? Uh, he'd get angry. <laughs> He's not sleeping. This light's on. 
imagine just part of the pod is like you walk into. <laughs> if we had camera, it'd be your funny. Shirt's I can just like off. harass people in your house. <laughs> Ryan, look at this muscle definition I've got. It's like, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're like literally stripped down. <laughs> Ken like stripped down to his underwear for this. No, I didn't. These are shorts. Oh, they're I, shorts. The first thing I did oh, is I okay. came in and I took my pants off. Because they rolled it's literally up. 29 degrees in here. <laughs> and I ran We keep there. it nice and cozy and warm. I have a herniated disc. <laughs> I was like, oh no, another injury? No, I don't actually. My dad asks... Can I? Can we talk about your concussions? No. No. Okay. Yeah, we can talk about one. Here, let's talk about one. Is concuss- it? Is it sensitive? No, it's just I don't like to reveal my uh, weaknesses to the public. Okay, fair enough. I'm all about weaknesses. I'm just pure weaknesses. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, your dad wants to know about my brain. He was like, um, is her concussion better? And I was like, I think they're all kind of like bled together. And like she makes jokes about like herself. <laughs> about my attention span. Yeah. Or worse. <laughs> no, just that. Yeah. And, but my, I always give me just like, like about me being brain dead. My, my yeah. dad asks these like simple questions and I give him these like, you just don't understand answers. <laughs> Like I'm trying to go for bass for a band. He's like, "Why don't you play guitar in band?" And I was like, "Dad, like Michael Vick was a quarterback who scrambled on almost every play. You don't ask him why does he play running back." Like I tried to come up with a Ken's dad is a minor football celeb. He he was a backup CFL. Um, he was on the BC Lions for a few years. He made the team because he learned how to long snap it. And Louis Pisaglia legendary uh, Lions kicker came up to me and he said, your dad was the best long snapper I ever had, son. <laughs> he didn't say son, but it was... A, I don't know what a long moment. snapper Yeah, I was like is. 16. I was very uncomfortable, but he looked at me in the eye. It was nice. Football is like the one, like, I like just can't. I always want to make a joke about, like, women. I know. Women don't know anything <laughs> about football. Like, I know women that are into, like, soccer and know a lot about soccer. In the States, there's some, like, hardcore, like, uh, analytical woman who will tell you about football. Really? Yeah. Wow, I never meet any that are into football. I know ones that are into basketball, soccer, but yeah, I don't know. Because there's no women's football league. And it's it's just an American sport, basically. So. Yeah. Basically. I'm just Steve Brulin' it. <laughs> <laughs> you just take your shirt off on the couch and you're Steve Brule. <laughs> oh, on the casting couch. <laughs> I love how you know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Any black coach is the casting coach now. I remember a coworker made that joke when I was like 19. I thought that was so like dark and heavy. I was like, bruh, he just brought up the casting <laughs> coach. <laughs> ah, what is culture? I was listening to this thing on YouTube. This weird recommended anime thing where there's like an anime oh chick crying. That always goes wrong. <laughs> I didn't even understand, but apparently the, the, the quote is, I'm sorry I said pog champs after you nutted inside me. And I'm like, because apparently pog champs is a... Uh, Wait, I thought a pog was, we established this It's last a different week. type of pog. Where's my phone? Oh, fuck, Jamie... Anyways, apparently Pog Champs is a YouTube or like a, an internet personality chess tournament. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then all the comments were like, it'd be easier to explain porn than YouTube at the, in 2020. And I thought that was very yeah, funny. Yeah, probably. Oh, no. It was pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. That's not good. Anime women are so beautiful, but in reality, we have these liberals. <laughs> that's, that's a meme. There's like seven people that sent me that, and I'm that's like, so what? Funny. Where is my humor? When <laughs> like, were they all from like the same? I've seen away? like literally one anime in my life. You loved it though. I loved it. Yeah, I, it was like the f- best thing I've ever seen. To you be honest, you get it. It was so good. I need to watch more anime, maybe. But, like, nothing... Like, the thing is, I tried watching another anime, and I'm like, this Aren't is you not... you five years, you're going to be watching, like, the filthiest I, weeb Well, shit. I was like, this is not Senpai. as good, so I just wasn't as in, in the past, I was only 14, but since we time-traveled in relativity, I'm 18 oh now. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, that's actually, like, they would take that. See, that for me, I'm idea. like, I'm making sex illegal. That's it. <laughs> um, maybe I shouldn't make that joke. <laughs> Um, I wonder, like, if you were to segregate, ooh, loaded word, 
but like people who wanted to be chased and people who wanted to be like disgusting into two two sides of the city who would get more done the chase obviously haven't you seen you that episode so? of seinfeld when Where george not to jerk off no george doesn't have sex uh-huh. and then he becomes like really smart <laughs> that's funny <laughs> no, and people are like what happened and he's like i stopped having sex <laughs> But I mean, if you had a camera on someone at all times, because like eventually they do something really gross, right? Like they or they just jerk off, probably. Although, hmm. Hmm. what do you guys think? Let us know. <laughs> How long? Uh, yeah, we could wrap. Let's, let's do it. Hey, thanks, guys. Goodbye. Nice chilling. Ken's having fun on the casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, it's uh, that's why we uh, threaten me with a good time. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs>